dine. We dash. We podcast. This is the Dine and Dash podcast with Matt Dean Pettit and Jeff Cole. Hi guys, and how you doing? Okay, and welcome back to another episode here of Dine and Dash the podcast. This is episode four, January seventh, down here at the Talk Shoes Studio, live having some fun, and uh, down here at Stack Market. Today is a big day. It's going to be a lot of fun. It uh, the weather actually downtown here in Toronto is pretty beautiful, considering it's January seventh. What do you think, Anthony? Yeah, I think you are trying to take my job. I am. And uh, I'm okay with right? that. Right? Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've got the green screen down. I don't think I can do it. Guys, in front of me today, today's going to be a fun show. So we've got an amazing uh, friend and, and chief meteorologist, Anthony Fernell here from Global News. How are you doing, Anthony? I am doing gr- uh, great. Thanks for having me on Amazing. Today, yeah. Thank you very much. And then somewhere in the world, and I think, I think Anthony, it's Port of Vallarta, Mexico. I think so. Yeah, you, your your partner in crime is down there. JC, the sous chef himself. JC, Jeff, Cole, uh, are, you, uh, are you in here? Let me get you. Oh, I can. I, I am. I am. Put down the margarita. Put down the margaritas. Right. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. As we're doing this, we had him ready to go. He's fully set. And then Jeff was probably screwing around and drinking margaritas. Mm-hmm. So Jeff is going to be calling into the show today. It's he's down in Puerto Vallarta with his lovely wife Mel. They just did uh, a little escape the sun. So the holidays are over. You know, New Year's is here. Happy New Year, Anthony. Happy New Year to you. Thank yeah. Thank you. Did you, uh, I know that you guys usually are pretty busy. What did you, did you have New Year's plans? What happened? Uh, New Year's, we actually, uh, we, we stopped going out a few years ago. It, it's just kind of the worst day to go out the to worst. the bars. Uh, so we uh, ended up instead going to Cheese Boutique, buying a ton yes. of cheese yes. and grapes and olives and bottles of wine Amazing. and sparkling. And and uh, it was my wife and I, and we're yeah. like, okay, we need to invite Bring somebody some over. Totally, right? If not, <laughs> so, you're going to be eating a lot of cheese. Yeah, so uh, her sister came and then her boyfriend, and, and we had a, a really late and fun night cool. at, at home. Yeah. I love I love New Year's like that. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Love, you know, one, you're starting off at Cheese Boutique, amazing place. They just got named actually again the best uh, boutique food store in Toronto. It's which incredible. Is you sometimes go in with nothing in mind, no sure. list, and you end up leaving with uh, <laughs> a mortgage payment. Yeah, <laughs> literally a mortgage exactly. payment. God bless you, Alfred. <laughs> oh, look who it is. Look who piped in there, Anthony. JC, what's going on? Oh. Oh, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to say that the weather here is as good as. Oh, is that a is that a dog in Toronto? So, so you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna let Anthony introduce who we've got in the studio with us today. Anthony, uh, yes, take it away. I, I, I never come alone. I brought my dog Storm, who uh, is a bigger deal than I am uh, on Global oh. News. True story. He's on uh, once <laughs> a week at least. He comes into schools. We just came actually from uh, an OHL practice, and we were doing something over there, and he was on the ice, and I'm like, Matt, can I can I bring him for this podcast? Yeah. Absolutely. And and he, he really was a bit upset that he wasn't introduced off the top. I so. know that, you know, let's give him a formal, formal. Yeah. Moment. I'm a little, I'm a little upset about that as well, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, because I mean, I'd like to know who I'm working with and uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty excited to, to, to be working with uh, our, what, what is our, our boy's name again? Storm. Storm. It uh, is a storm. Weather- oh, storm storm, I know storm. You know, storm. Oh, Jeff. Gotta love storm. Right. Storm, Storm and I actually have a, we, we have a we have a bit of a history. Storm and I. 
Uh-oh. You do. We had a, a couple nights out together that one time. And, uh, you know, he's not called Storm for uh, for no reason. I'll tell you that. No, <laughs> right. no. He uh, turns on a dime. You better be on his good side. He's so. a bit shifty. He's a big, <laughs> big fan of Jagger. <laughs> big fan of the Jagger, that Storm. No, you know what? Setting it up. So, again, down here today, we've got our Dynadash episode four. So, we've got Anthony Farnell in front of me here in studio. We've got Storm the Weather Dog, and we've got Jeff Cole down in part of Vierta. You're our man. You're a correspondent. You're a travel correspondent, JC. What's going on down there? Well, I, I tell you what's going on. Well, actually, I didn't think I would start off this way, but so we just had, so we, we, we met a couple when we came down here. We're a really wonderful, beautiful couple. Uh, Mickey with an M and uh, Heidi. And we spent the last four, so we did not expect to come down here and have a social time. We thought we'd just come and chill, you know, some R&R. R. So we met this unbelievable couple and they just <laughs> left. So we just had a huge emotional thing oh. just now as they were leaving. Oh, no. I know. Has that ever happened to you guys when you've been away somewhere? Have you ever met some people or somebody and it's just like sort of hit it off and, and you became like unintentional vacation buddies? For sure. I remember about 10 years ago, maybe a little more, I went down to Cuba and uh, we, same situation. We like, we hit it off for the week. There was a big group. There was like 30 of us. We literally just became best friends like overnight. And, you know, definitely the yeah. rum helps, the rum helps Yeah. and the sun, but you did. Yeah, you do. You form like a short bond, right? It's great. And you're a great guy, Jeff. You know, Mel's amazing. I'm, I can see you guys getting right into it real quick with them. Well, you know, and, but at the same time, like we're, we're very, we're very particular about the people that we, that we mm. become friends with because, wow. you know, I mean, that's just how it goes. Of course. You but will, uh, you no, this, this couple was just wonderful. And those folks right now are at the airport dying of a hangover. And, uh, you know, I, I wish they were still here, but at the same time, I kind of wish that you guys were here with me in Puerto Vallarta. Well, that's what we want to set up, Jeff. That's what we're yes. setting up, right? So today's episode, setting up today's podcast, holiday season's done. Everyone's about 10 to 15 pounds, maybe heavier from, you know, eats, treats and tons of meats. And in Anthony's case, lots of cheese and wine. Yeah. God bless Yummy. you. Yummy is right. Yep. So, you know, no better way and sort of, you know, to jump right in, sort of beat that holiday season, beat the uh, the winter season is make a run for the border and fly somewhere south to a sunny destination. Right. So the idea to sort of give this up, set it up is I thought, and, you know, Jeff and I talked about this before planning today's segment. It was like, who are we going to get for this? Let's get Anthony for now. Chief meteorologist from Global News and man around town. If you are a Canadian citizen, you've definitely seen him. And I know you've seen him definitely in uh, some networks as well down in the States when major uh, mm -hmm. weather, uh, what do you, what's the word? Incidents or what would you call it? Um, I mean, natural disasters, right. events, um, catastrophes, right. I guess it would be called. Uh, yeah, hurricanes. This is um, your thing. Yeah, ice storms. Just uh, everybody. All good times. Everybody's on the plane heading out, and then you have your meteorologists and your your news reporters that are they're going the other way, and and I, I kind of live for that stuff. Totally, and you do an amazing job. So right. let's set that up and let's just run, jump right into that. So, you know, we've known each other, Anthony, for a long time now, mm -hmm. uh, and you do an amazing job. And thank you for bringing Storm in today here too. And by the way, I do want to say, Matt, I've known yeah, it's been over a decade yep. now uh, since I first moved to Toronto from Montreal. One of the hardest working guys I know. Oh, Honestly, when I see him, I, I, I'm always wondering what he's up to, what project he's working on, and it's just fun to be here. Yeah, great to have you in the studio. And Jeff, it's so nice not to have you in the studio so you can be where you are. Zing. Well, I mean, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, what, I mean, what, what now? Something that I would like to ask quickly is, so, the, so Anthony, the job that you have now, 
is it that dissimilar to the job that you previously had, which is a no fear kind of job? <laughs> and well, what would that be? Well, yeah, I was going to ask. Well, I mean, I, I, I believe that you once you, you, you used to work at uh, as a dishwasher at, at the keg. Is that right? I, I, I think I remember well, that. Uh, that it was in your, your bi biography that I read. A previous a previous life, uh, yeah, and it is a very similar. No, it's it's nothing <laughs> nothing like that. Uh, you know what though? It is a job that you have to also be ready to adapt For because sure. things change so sure. quickly from year to year, and just with technology, everything keeping yeah. up with social media. And yeah. I mean, like like a many many other jobs, you, you got to keep up with with how things are being torn apart and changing and, and trying to adapt uh, on the fly. You know what? I thought you were actually going to lead and say, you're right. Dishwashing is, is a job and that is stressful because no joke, like all jokes aside, dishwashing oh, is what makes the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Because if a dishwasher goes, literally it makes a break, right? It makes or breaks. Jeff and I have been in the game for a long time and any of our listeners that know this. So any good successful restaurant or bar, if the dishwasher slash bar backs go down and they're not doing their job, it shuts everything down. Mm -hmm. um, but there was also a lot and of water. And, and, and you know what? But at the same time, I mean, when it comes to like letting people know what the day is going to bring, what the following few days are going to bring, it's kind of the same thing. Like without the meteorologist, without someone like you to let us know what to expect, I mean, we'd be lost. Yeah. Well, what what I remember, and in the in the past ten years, I, the patio scene has just gotten incredible here in Toronto. But just just being frustrated when you have that sunny day. Oh, I mean, it's totally. it's, it's January now, and it's plus five. It's sunny it's out. I, I'm basically taking layers off, sure. and and you're wondering, could we open a patio up? And and the same thing in the summer. Sometimes sure. uh, you have days where the patio shut down, and you're wondering. Why? Why are we doing this? We don't have too many of these. I we know. Should, we should take Keep it advantage. open, right? So, yeah. And now, God bless, Storm can be on a lot of patios moving forward. That's incredible. Yeah. Right? They just passed a log. So we're downtown for our listeners. We're in downtown Toronto. You guys are listening to this across North America and beyond. But we just passed a law here in Toronto that allows yeah. now dogs, thank God, on patios. Mm -hmm. And it used Jeff, to be a few so select Storm is going to be a serious yeah. contender at patios now. Well, he, he, if I was single, he would have definitely helped my game uh, no back in the day. But, Without question. Uh, well, <laughs> happily married. Happily married, Sam. How are you? I'm sure you'll listen. <laughs> so, Anthony, let's jump into where and why and how did you become a meteorologist? And what, what's your fascination with, with weather? Uh, it started young, young age, Matt. Like I was four or five years old, just kind of at a window in kindergarten class, looking outside, uh, observing things, excited for snow. Uh, and that just kind of grew it blossomed over years and i never knew that it was what i wanted to do i For never sure. knew it was going to be my career but uh i started making forecasts and again we're talking a little bit about how things have changed right. this was a long time ago yeah. this is kind of the beginnings of the internet where right. we're sure. still i'm reading books yeah from the library right. books that i can you believe to, it kids yeah where the Dewey you, decimal system <laughs> where you got to do your own kind of research is that like, like a pay, is that like paper computers it's I, like a paper I, I think it's exactly like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, that's kind of started from there. And then uh, there was a crazy ice storm in Montreal and it was my, I remember. First, my first real forecast. It was the ice storm of the century yeah. back in the late nineties, 98, 98. I was uh, just near, uh, I guess, graduating high school right. and made this forecast told everybody I, I, I could see that this was going to be a huge deal. Wow. None of the TV weather guys were talking about it. Wow. 
and I, and I made this call and, and I, I, I was stuck by it and it ended up being this, this monster storm. It was, that was incredible. That was, remember they sent in the troops and yeah, no power for, for weeks. Right. And uh, so that was kind of the, the stepping stone. And then from there I went to university in the States and, cool. and got this amazing job at global when I was 26 I know. and now have been here for, for 13 years. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You, you, uh, I know it's funny when, you know, you and I go out and, you know, see different people too. Everyone's like, hi, Anthony, what's going on? You do a great job. You do a and great we, job. We could do a we'll separate show on, on just our, some of our memories totally. and, and times. There'll be a town. few. We definitely have had a few. Yeah. We've definitely had a few. So, okay. It, you know, Jeff, you're down in Puerto Vallarta. First off, how's the weather down there today? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's not that great. It's only about uh, 29 degrees. Ooh. With the sun. Uh, so, you know, we're, we were looking for a, a 30 or so, but you know, I mean, we're, we're getting by, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a struggle. I tell you that, but, uh, you know, we're getting by with 29. So it's okay. Getting by with 29. Well, you know what? We're doing not too bad. It is sunny as Anthony said here. Yeah. No pity for, for, for Jeff. How, yeah. how warm is it there by chance guys? Four or five degrees. Four or five. Yeah. That's on the plus side. That's a plus. Oh, five. Well, that, yeah, man. That was a, that was a good year. And sun, which means we're only like 23 points, 24 points off you, man. So whatever. Give us a break. We're, we're Fair, close. You know what? Fair enough. And you know, what I love about Canada is that, especially Toronto in general, is you'll get minus 30 and then you'll get plus 40. Like there's a good, Calgary. huge, huge spectrum of, of weather change. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Way to set that up, Jeff. And let's not get off topic, but let's ask about that. So like Calgary, for example, mm -hmm. the, the Chinooks. Minus 30 to plus 30. Yeah, in What's a day. In, in, a day. In, in a day, which you wake up uh, with your thickest Canada Goose Park oh, on, yeah. and then you kind of leave work in the afternoon, and, and you're shedding even your sweater. So, uh, yeah, that is a, a lot to do with the wind direction. And if you've lived in the foothills of the Rockies, and we get some of that here because yeah. we're near a great lake, so you end up with these wind changes that can cause this incredible shift. But, yeah, the Chinook winds are something else, and it, it – it's known as a snow eater because it eats all the snow away and it just has to do with with the down sloping and as air comes down off the mountains the rockies it warms up it speeds up you get uh sunny skies and and t-shirt weather wow you know what the snow eater that reminds me of jeff cole when he was 11 eating all the yellow snow in school that's you buddy yeah <laughs> anthony wow. was anthony was gazing I mean, out into the class into the class thinking about how i could be a weather weatherman meteorologist and you were eating all the snow. Yeah, the snow is the tastiest. Right? Well, that's but that's that's in my that's the that's like the the epitome of like intuitive and like just like he knows he sees something. He's like, you know what? I need to let these people know what's going on. Right, right. In the the atmosphere. It's like Jurassic Park. You you should have been like you were literally just built for like Jurassic Park. You could be in like Jurassic Park number five. Yeah, I I should. Get be, an agent. Yeah, no, <laughs> if you don't have an agent, you should already get one. And we yeah. need to put you in Jurassic Park 5. I like it. So you can plan the next sort of big weather thing that's about to happen. Welcome so, to Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. That music was amazing, too. That was so good. <laughs> Jeff, you're a music guy. We'd ask, you to, we'd ask you to sort of sing this, but I know our connection between Toronto and part of Vallarta is not the best right now. Not great. I'll tell you that. It's really not great. But so I'm Jeff, by, I think. I think yeah, I'm you are you sound amazing. So guys and our listeners, thanks as mentioned. Jeff's down in Puerto Vallarta. Anthony Fernell and I are here in Toronto. And we're putting this podcast together. This is Dine and Dash. Anthony, give us your top three winter getaway spots sort of for 2020 and let our listeners know why. 
Yeah, I, I, I do love Puerto Vallarta. I've been there several times uh, in the past few years. Uh, Mexico for me is is kind of the go-to. And I know for a lot of Canadians, uh, some are worried, is it dangerous? And you just got to pick your spots. But Puerto Vallarta is definitely up there. I, I love heading down uh, the coast from Cancun as well and the Yucatan. Uh, but lately, the last couple of years, I've gone twice, is the uh, the Oaxaca region in, in the south. It's uh, If you're a foodie, if uh, you like Matt, food. Matt was close Mezcal, by there, were you not recently? I was. I did. I hit my oh, first yeah, time. Right. I did. I right. was in. I was there about uh, eight months ago in Oaxaca. I agree, 100% oh. with you, Anthony. It's amazing. And you can go. You can get your culture, your 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 city life in yeah. in Oaxaca City, yeah. and then within a short flight or or an interesting drive over the mountain, you get get to the coast and you have some of these beaches that are still somewhat undiscovered. And I hate when when I we know, talk about it I because know. you know more and more people are going to because you it. stayed you guys stayed you and sam stayed in like a like a really cool like eco yeah sort of place on the beach yeah right? and Walk that was that was out. near uh, puerto escondido right. and it was relatively new it used to be a uh, peanut farm cool. so it was kind of uh peanuts that were growing there and on the trees and yeah. and they kind of used up the land a lot they they basically waste it was a wasteland by the time that this new guy took over and he had a job of re-establishing plant life and it was a beautiful beach that uh, now we put up a couple of these off the grid uh, eco lodges and, and now it's taking off and I, I can no longer afford to go there so if i may jeff were you not a peanut farmer before too was this you that did this did i hear about this well, well thing i wasn't necessarily a peanut farmer per se i right. did uh try to start a peanut plantation in my condo in in toronto oh. Uh, which basically was a it was a bag of peanuts, and I, I tried to bury it in the concrete floor. Couldn't quite get underneath, but they, you know, the peanuts were there on the floor. But luckily, I had my own uh, storm, aka Cinnamon, who cleaned it up, which is nice. Right. Ah. Cinnamon, it was a uh, it was a stripper that you once dated, I believe. Yes, perfect. <laughs> right? Okay, so we've got Oaxaca, we've got all down Mexico. Is there? You two love Mexico. Where else, Anthony? Pick two more spots you think uh, would be cool. Uh, Barbados is is a go-to for me as awesome. far as you have like safe island yeah. beaches and and some pretty good food. Amazing rum. And uh, amazing yeah. amazing rum. Yeah. Honestly, when you can combine a lot of these things, it's uh, happy me and uh, hopefully sure. happy wife, happy, happy life. Exactly. And, uh, and then yeah, this this year we're going to uh, Guadeloupe. We're going to try that out, and that's an island I've never been to. It's more of a French influence, so cool. you're going to see some Creole French dishes that I'm excited to try. Too. Oh, that's amazing. So, and oh, walk us through, Guadeloupe, where is, uh, that's fun to say. I and mean, where, where's, whereabouts is that on a map? Like Lesser Antilles, the, the Leeward Islands. So you have, uh, I guess Barbados more on the south. And then, uh, you have more of the northern ones, St. Martin, uh, St. Bart's, um, and then, yeah, Guadeloupe's in there. Martinique is nearby. Uh, and then Martins. you had, yeah, and then you head so towards uh, Puerto Rico, which is Rico. a little bit further to the west. And, you know, we've got friends down in Puerto Rico. God bless them. They've got a terrible uh, earthquake, two earthquakes mm -hmm. that hit them today. Yeah. So that's not good. Hopefully everybody's okay down there. Let me ask that before we get off topic too. What was your – I know that you've been down for different hurricanes and major natural disasters that have happened in the last decade. What would be – and, again, I'm not going to use the word greatest, but what would be the most significant that you are just like, I can't believe I'm in the middle of this storm? Yeah, uh, there there been some bad ones. The Superstorm Sandy was was incredible in, right. in New York, New Jersey, especially. East Coast got of the seaboard, right? Yeah, it right. just got got hit in an area that hadn't seen that type of storm in a long time. Right. I've been down in Florida um, twice in the last couple of years. Irene, and Irene. Uh, then also in North Carolina and Florence, where it just sat over us for three days, and and it was miserable. 
but as far as recent, what happened this past year, oh, just incredible. We we caught the tail end in Nova Scotia, right? But what happened to to the Bahamas and Grand yeah. Bahama was just a terrible, a horrible. And Dominique, storm. I believe, yeah. as well. You said right? Yeah. Just got essentially, I know, horrible. Are those? Do you know? And just no. in your, you know, sorry, Jeff, go on. Yeah. Oh, I was just I was going to ask, like, what, like, how how do you hold it together and sort of reassure people? In, in such like it's like times of crazy like you know disasters like how do you I mean you have to be the person that you know sort of tells everybody how it is and, and what's going on down there like how do you how do you hold it together and and separate say the emotional emotional side of it like how do you how do you how do you do that you must have a very like strong will to do that because you do really do a great thing for for a lot of people like that that's that's a very impressive thing absolutely yeah, th thanks, Jeff. And yeah, you, you definitely do. You want to just kind of tell a story so that other people don't have to be idiots and go right down to the water's edge. And obviously, we take safety first. So that's our number one priority. We ahead of time, days in advance, we find structures, we find hotels that are made out of concrete that are, right. are they can sustain category generators four. Generators are in place. Generators are in place because there's no point in sending your meteorologist or your reporters to a place where you're going to run out of power or, or not be able to communicate to, to the outside world. So right. uh, we don't want to be rescued that's right. not what we're there for right. when we do go down we actually get a lot of thanks because uh many of the stores that we're buying from right in the evacuation zones all that produce is, is going to be thrown out anyway so mm -hmm. we're buying food we're buying supplies from mm -hmm. a guy that probably doesn't have flood insurance so we're sure. we're, we're helping out the local area and then yeah just reporting back on on what's going on and uh, and a lot of canadians maybe firsthand don't have a place there some of them do but a lot of them visit these places and mm -hmm. and and want to know if everyone's going to be okay no you do an amazing job for sure so jumping into the next question here let's find out what so you're going away next week to guadalupe as you mentioned what is like if you're going for a week or 10 days you know generally it's a it's a not a it's a it's a long stay but it's not a crazy amount of time right what is your packing survival tips what do you tell people when you're packing and putting things in your bag how to pack we've gotten pretty good at packing that's something okay. that uh I, assume I, so. I remember i mean i'm sure you remember too when when you were younger you just you you brought all the not even horrible you didn't forget things you just brought the wrong thing for sure i'm still pretty bad to be honest with you yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty good because i i'm I turning into that thing happened this trip what's that jeff this is definitely something that we've uh, experienced this trip. A little bit of turmoil between the, la the, the husband and wife. Tell us more. <laughs> oh, no, it's just, it's it, what we did was I was hoping to just have a carry on, but instead mm -hmm. we had two full suitcases in a place where we probably only needed about three pieces of clothing. Oh God. Per person kind of thing. Yes. And yes. Uh, so we have, there's, there's an entire like three quarters of my suitcase that is completely unnecessary. Yeah. So, like, would would you say, Andy, that it's that I mean, pack pack light but pack smart. Does that make sense? Pack smart and and pack for your destination. And I, I know my wife picks out. Okay, I need this for this day. This right. for this event. This are we are we going out to any fancy dinners? Are we? I mean, if you're going to a Puerto Vallarta, you're going to a beach destination. For sure. Generally, less is is more. Less is more. Don't miss don't miss out on the bathing suit right. part. But keep it uh, casual. Keep toothbrush, it casual. Toothbrush. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're ready to go. And plus a lot of these places, you don't 
really want to be dressed that fancy. No. You bring attention to yourself. You For get sure. into a lot more trouble that way. So yeah, uh, yeah uh, keep it light and and um, I, I mostly stick with carry on no, no matter what. I, I try. try my best too. I try to do that. Same. Save I try my some best. money yeah. and For sure. um, I know your toiletries. Sometimes you got to put it into smaller bottles, but yeah. You know, Jeff, place. and you know, the only good thing that, you know, maybe Anthony and, I, Anthony and I might see out of you bringing two suitcases down there is that you've got lots of room to bring some Mexican gifts back. Tequila. Yeah. Y yes. <laughs> yes. Is that a solid that yes? yes? Bottles and bottles and bottles. Thank you. And I want, we want the good stuff. We want the Reserva. We want the, don't give us like Blanco kind of garbage. We want the good stuff, buddy. Go top shelf. Well, so I just, I actually just had my first shot of tequila this afternoon when we were saying goodbye to our friends. Uh, and it was Hornitos, which is, uh, oh, it's, yeah. there. it's not, yep. you know, it's, it's not a, uh, I mean, it's, you know what? I got all the power to, it's not Trump, it's good. I've had it at home and That's I've had it here. It's yeah, it, it's something. I'll tell you that. It is. What, what I like about uh, Mexico too is you you get you get the Jose Cuervo, but you 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 have levels of it. Obviously, right. you get some of the bottles, the hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar bottle sure. that you're tasting. That you're like, this isn't at the LCBO. No. This isn't yeah. at the local liquor store. So no. keep it in mind. Yeah, the good stuff. Yeah, that top shelf stuff is amazing. I know. Uh, and like you said too, Anthony mentioned Oaxaca, getting into mezcals. You know mm. what I mean? I, I went after going there. I fell in love with mezcal. Yeah, I and the whole process. I mean, so if you cool. go and you see how it's made yeah. and uh, the smokiness of it, it's, it, it's just amazing. Did you get a chance to eat it? The actual pina, like the mezcal plant I, I itself, did. and it's like sweet. It's yeah. like almost like caramelized and yeah. burnt. So I, good. I want to go back. I know. Just thinking Taking about me it. back right now. That's, that's on our list this week. Mezcal. Tequila. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a tour, like go and yeah. if you'd call it a distillery or whatever you'd call it, but we're gonna go and check out sort of like where it's grown, where it's like processed, and we're really excited about that. I also am getting my liver uh, ready for that. Uh, yeah, so, the preparation. Sorry. How's that? Well, you started today doing already a big, shot. Big you doing a shot every hour on the hour. I'm sort of disappointed. Have you been drinking a lot of beer, Jeff? I'm drinking mostly beer, and from what I've been told, so what we're drinking Modelo here on this resort that mm -hmm. we're Good at, beer. and I want to Good give beer. a shout out, by the way, to the, the Plata Pelicano, which is where we're staying, and everyone here is fantastic, uh, but it's, it's Modelo that we're drinking, uh, and, well, that I'm drinking, I think my wife is on to the uh, vodka sodas, but, mm -hmm. uh, which is also very, like, very vodka. Totally Mexican Now, now are, you at a, are you at an all-inclusive right now? We are in an all-inclusive. We thought about getting in like an Airbnb type thing, and I think if we came down again, we may we we might get an Airbnb. But this is our first trip to Mexico, you know, as a 60-year-old man. It's uh, you know, we thought we'd try it finally, and uh, but but it's it's all-inclusives are so easy. They're so easy because so you really don't have to worry about anything. But we've had we've spent so much time off the resort as well. It's fantastic. Yeah. Seeing the sights. I've been to Puerto Vallarta, I think. I think I've been to Puerto Vallarta. I don't know, as you said, too, getting getting old here. So, okay, Jeff, Anthony, let's go. So if a lot of people can't uh, get away, for example, and they're not lucky enough to get away, we are stuck with five months of, you know, being here in Canada. We've got mm -hmm. a long winter. Our friends down on the eastern seaboard of the States uh, get this. What can you suggest our listeners and people that want to just – Maybe embrace winter, right? So this episode's peace out winter. But if you can't peace out winter, and there's yeah, no and not everybody, can, not everybody, not everybody can, can. Yeah. not everybody can. So, and, and and if you can, you do it for a week. Right. It doesn't mean yeah. you're you're 
missing out on winter. You're no. not a retired. Well, maybe you are. If maybe you're you are. a retired snowbird, congratulations. Take me with you. Right? No. <laughs> we we, we want to go in your suitcase and then you bring two of them. No, but I hear you. And not everybody can. But it also the one thing, if you go for a week, which also kills me, mm. a lot of North Americans go for a week to these places where Europeans go for two weeks, if you notice. Yeah. So one week is just like a tease. Mm -hmm. By the end of that seventh day, you're like, I really just don't want to go. Yeah, I mean, and and then the people that you meet, the friendships you make, right? they all are staying, and staying. it's kind of you're the one yeah, leaving. You're the one leaving. So, what can you tell our listeners here, Anthony? So, if you're you're not going away, you've got five months of winter. How do you embrace it? What kind of activity activities can you do? That was a fun word. Yes. And what kind of titties can you? <laughs> what, what kind of titties? Uh, okay. Okay. Right. We're gonna make that. That makes it more fun. Well, but... you just gotta bundle up. Yeah, uh, you got a bundle up. <laughs> no, but what can you do? What is what is out there? You for know, people? it's it's a really good question, and it's something that uh, I've I've kind of morphed into this not just uh meteorologist but you're you're a promoter of of all things weather so winter right. is a big part of it i yeah. love winter weather and yeah. i love snowstorms I, I love them more when i'm not in the city yeah. so that's maybe a little hint get out there uh and maybe head to a ski hill do snowboarding i i'm actually uh teaming up with the the ski council of canada so i'm a ski ambassador Amazing. this year oh, for cool. skiing and snowboarding very cool wow. if you have kids if you have kids that are in grade four grade five you can get them on the hills twice, any mountain, any any hill in, in the country, in wow. Canada, uh, for 30 bucks wow. and lesson and uh, right. equipment. And so equipment that, and everything. That's something to to get excited about. And then totally. they can maybe take that. Uh, skating, there's skating rinks in town. They're opening up all over the place sure. in Toronto. Unique and, venues and like the Bentway. And yeah, and then also... Um, what's that, Jeff? Oh, I'm saying the, the Bentway. It's a hell of a place, Jeff. We're right close to there. Anthony, go, Anthony, continue. So you've got skiing, you've got skating. What else would you say? Yeah, you know people? what? Uh, just the last hour, we've been sitting near a sunny window, and it just it it kind of lifts your spirit a little bit. Right. So when you do, when you're a bit more in tune with the weather, and I tell my wife this all the time, who maybe is a little bit less uh, weather wise, I yep. say take the dog out right now. Yep. It's a beautiful afternoon. For Don't sure. do it in two hours when it's dark out. Do it now. Yep. And uh, so just kind of embracing those little things and, and also your equipment, your, your clothing plays such a huge role. You can be shivering and miserable outside. And then the person next to you walking down, walking down Young Street uh, is dressed appropriately and doesn't look miserable on a January cold day. So uh, my, my parents always said dress for form, not fashion in the winter. Yeah. Right. Function, we're, function, sorry, function, function, and we're in a crazy function. time where you can actually maybe dress for both, right? What, Jeff? What are you wearing right now down in the uh, Bayerta? I'm wearing a slightly soggy bathing suit, and I'm wearing a tank top with some uh, flip flops and a hat that I got for free from our friends at Lou Dog's Southern Sandwiches. Oh, oh. Lou Dog's, Daryl, good guy. I've noticed those guys just like the show too. <laughs> yeah. which is great. Good shout they out to them. They got Daryl D'Souza and Sean Smith. There you go, mm -hmm. gents. So, can you do us a favor? Now, too, now what what are you what are you guys wearing? You can't tease me with that. What are you guys That's wearing? That's a hurl. Anthony, over to you first. Well, I am in a, a sweater with a shirt underneath it, layers all about it, uh, and it's a striped sweater. It's a, it's a striped sweater, just to put in perspective. It almost looks. It's like a white, yellow, red, blue. Yeah, those are so mostly stains, though. But, might be a few uh, stains. Yeah, might be a few stains. It, it looked good it's though. A few years old. Well, you're yeah. you're long and lean. You know what I mean. You got that thing going. You got beautiful hair, nice smile. And uh, Matt is sporting the uh, homeless white, look. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, Hanes uh, white tea. It's I a Hanes white tea. It's a classic white tea. It is classic. Anthony. Yeah. 
No, no yellow on the. Yeah, Matt. Matt's Matt a new Matt likes to wear. Crisp. Definitely, he's a fashionista. I, and this is this is it is a little bit it, as Anthony mentioned it's five degrees so this is actually pretty nice and I've got my sort of Irish cap on here Jeff a little tilt to the left a little tilt to the side just add some swagger yeah and of oh. course multiple tats visible on on his arms that's as right. well that's right prison's a hell of a place yeah Matt, Matt likes he does like to uh, get a tattoo here and there which is also something I would like to be doing in the next day or two in Puerto Vallarta yeah. get some Keep kind of tattoo. Oh, please get a Dine and Dash. Hashtag DDP. You know, when we were talking about this last week on the show, <laughs> hashtag DDP, did you, was it you that mentioned yep. Diamond Down Page? Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. What a legend, by the way. He, do you know the Diamond Dallas Page? So, guys, that's oh, a, my a God. hell of a, a WWE wrestling star. Do you like Diamond Dallas Page? Do you like wrestling? Uh, I, I, I used to watch it. I, I, I yeah, can't we, remember we, we, any. Yeah, we you, don't, you don't all still we don't stay watch with every. It. Okay. Yeah. No, but I, when I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah. And he was amazing. And he owns, you know what he did? He went on to open a ton of successful uh, yoga studios. So I think, Jeff, I think you should reach out to DDP in the next couple of weeks and see if we can get him to call into the show. Because I think it's just something that's got to happen. Oh, I would love it. I think we should definitely do that. Right. And if not, maybe he can throw some And he really does a lot mm -hmm. for people. He does. He's like a motivational speaker, that guy. Yeah. He's a wicked dude. Yes. Just as you're doing for us, bringing us that sunny beach weather. Okay, Jeff, I'm going to jump in here with uh, Anthony. Let's get into the rapid fire. And I might throw you a couple of these questions there too, Jeff. So stay tuned. Okay, Anthony, we're going to get into rapid fire. So this is over to you. Ariel or Jasmine? Mm, Jasmine. Really? Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Jeff, Ariel First or Jasmine? Celebrity crush. Oh, okay. You're, did you not want to answer the question of Ariel or yeah. Jasmine, Jeff? Too, I, too hard, too complicated. I I asked you too. Honestly, if if it was if if, if it was an option for I, I hate to say this because I'm married, but if it was an option for both, sorry. You I, know what? That's you know. fair. That's fair enough. For me, it would be Ariel. God bless. She's a mermaid. Okay, let's go back to asking Anthony's questions. Jeff, over to you. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, the real first celebrity crush. That's a tough one. I I I'm trying to remember. Um, I don't know. Alyssa Milano. Yeah, she was. Think about that. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. We're yeah, the same no. age. Yeah. Tony Maselli, who's the boss? Yeah. She was definitely. Like, she was, you know, you know what? we're like 14. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. She's. She's. I'm just saying. I'll take that one. Right. Yeah. And not, not to put words in your mouth, but I just have a feeling that. Yeah. She was awesome. You know me so well. Or Kelly Kapowski. Thank you. I do. Oh. Well, Kelly Kapowski. Say by, by the, the bell. bell action. Four o'clock every day. See you, Mr. Belding. Dawn or dusk. Um, dusk. Yeah, I'm. I'm often not around for dawn, especially in the summer. So yep. dusk. Yeah, there it is, Jeff. Okay, Anthony, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Ooh, that's a good one. Good one. I I, I don't know if I would. I, I like where we're at now. I, I'm, I'm really. Kinda, yeah. Jesus. Good answer. I, no, I, I would go. I would uh, go just back. I guess to the. Maybe the 60s, something. I mean, I, I'm an 80 child, so Amazing. something where I, I haven't experienced. I wouldn't go too far back because I feel like I'd just be lost, but maybe 60s, early 70s. Oh, 60s. I can see you with like bell bottoms. Matt, uh, what about you? Uh, I would go back to the 60s without question. I would love to play like football or baseball with like a wicked handlebar mustache. Yes. And I'd be like a stocky, just really loud catcher, just with a huge wad of chewing tobacco. 
swearing at everybody every day. Yeah, that's not far off from where you're at now, though. No, it's not. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. I feel pretty good about my life. <laughs> Anthony, do you? Well, snore? listen. I, I if it, no. if 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 I may, if if I may jump please, in there. Please. If I may, I would like to go back to like say BC 2014 mm. or some. I, I would like to be somewhere where I have no recollection or no. Yeah. No frame of reference whatsoever, and just sort of wing it and be like, "Oh, cool, look at this." But you like beer, so you'd be fine with that. But yeah. you like pho. You like you like your noodley broth soups too much. I don't know if you'd be able to live Whoa. with that. potatoes. See that? See the thing. The thing is, you never said where. You said when. Oh, oh sorry. I guess I said where and when, but I mean, maybe it would be like say Ming Dynasty, like wow. eight hundred and forty or some something, something wow. like that, because. You'd like fit right, right in, in the heart of like. You would. I think I, I would. I would not stand out like a sore thumb whatsoever. You would look great. You would look, you know, with your with your hair flipped back, shades on, tank top, yep. rocking, flips. Slightly oh yeah. Right oh, yeah. You could cruise up the. Uh, you could cruise up the great great wall with that, and everybody would love it. Which I have done, by the way, and I. This is a thing. <laughs> it was the hottest day of the year. Yeah. It was like fifty degrees, and I walked the great wall. I felt like Jeff Cole back in 2000 BC. Let's get into this. Anthony, do you snore? Uh, I do not. Okay. I do not. I don't think I do. Yeah. You, maybe after a couple uh, cocktails. Yeah. He's a liar. Jeff, over to you. Place, place you most want to travel to that you've never been. I, I am excited to go to Southeast Asia. That's kind of going to be uh, my next big trip. I just got to fit it in somewhere. Yep. Uh, I got to also get funds yep. put together. But yes. uh, I'm, I'm excited to kind of do a, a few countries, Vietnam, uh, Cambodia. Thailand, Cambodia. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Everything's supposed to be. I've been to I, Thailand. I'm, I'm looking for more of a Sudbury trip. You are. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, we're trying to put together a little pool yeah, to get exactly. you up your pool, Jeff, for your next correspondent call. Is we'll uh, we'll have you up in the. Well, I mean, in. I'd like to I'd like to go there. I mean, I've I mean I've seen some nickels, but I I've not seen mm -hmm. one that's that size. I don't, to that's my knowledge. It might scare you and it might change your life, and it could it could literally could scare you for the rest of your life. Anthony, favorite junk food if you eat it? Ah, uh, pizza. Yeah. I, it's kind of my my thing late at night. For it's sure. uh, it's just. It, Is pizza junk food? Pizza's just food. It's so good. Yeah, it is. I mean, you can get junkier pizzas, and then you feel kind of sick, like junk food after. Right. But so, is any pizza really bad? No. No. At the time, like you know what I mean? It's got sauce. It's got bread and cheese yeah. of it's some sort. It's amazing. I absolutely, absolutely yeah, love it. So do I. Listen, Disagree. Hey guys, t t talk to me about bad pizza when you have severe lactose intolerance, and then mm -hmm. when you go to get a good pizza, you're taking your life in your own hands which is what I tend to do. So I'm very particular about the pizza that I eat, but Jeff, I'm also at the same time, not at all. Jeff, this is a serious question for you. Did Mel remember to pack your travel pills so you uh, don't have the money? Okay, I don't, know, I don't know if you saw this. For Christmas, my wife got me a bottle of black cheese so I can eat uh, cheese. She also got me a bunch of uh, digestive enzymes because God she is the sweetest Mel. thing in the world and realized God bless that Mel. She, she knows that I love to eat that stuff and she's just like, what a what a gem she is. What a gem. Yeah, well, she also doesn't want to deal with the consequences. That's right, of putting up with you. Okay, guys, we gotta move. And she does. We got to move along here, guys. Let's get into, uh, Jeff, you've got the next question for Anthony. Let's keep going here through this. Rapid fire, making it rapid. Favorite Jeff. childhood TV show. 
Ah, uh, I uh, it, it coincided with my lunch break, but I was a big Flin, Flintstones guy. So good. Uh, and then I also uh, nice. Rock, Fraggle Rock. Oh, Fraggle Rock was first cartoon crazy. show ever in prime time. Yeah, was it? Which one, Fraggle Rock or uh, Flintstone? Flintstone. Flintstone. I love it. Favorite well, season. Because Fraggle Rock was a true story and live action, so you know. of course it is. Anthony, favorite season for you, bud? Uh, you... I am a uh, summer guy. I, yeah. As you get a bit older, you start to uh, appreciate for sure being outdoors for sure. All the time. Pulling a Jeff Cole. Jeff, let's keep moving this along. What does the acronym SCUBA stand for? Tough one. I um, I don't know. I, Sub, no, super cool, no. South Carolina uh, under Barbados Achilles. It could be. That's probably That's probably it. it. That yeah. could be it. I mean, I, I'm not going to Google it. I, I think you're right, Jeff. It could be it, Jeff. I like the way you think. Godfather or yeah, I think Star I'm, Wars? I think I'm right. Godfather or Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. yeah. Wow, interesting. I see. I think I'd go Godfather. Too. Yeah, I, I mean, I like them both. I know, I, it's, a hard, it's hard. I don't, I'm not a... I can't compete with those that really love Star Wars, and I can't compete with those that really love Godfather, but I like watching both. So. This is a good question. Jeff, ask him this. Very different here. types of people. Very different Very. types of people. Mm -hmm. Shoot from the hip, Jeff. What do we got next? Okay, so, so, so well, I hate, to, I hate to bring, you know, work into this, but Rain or Snow, my brother, what's the, and, uh, and I'm going to change that. Rain or Snow, snow. which one do you like to, do, do you feel bad, do you feel the worst? about dropping on somebody that, oh, it's about to rain or, oh, it's about snow. Which one does it make I you think, worse? I think Jeff Anthony might be the longest-winded rapid-fire. This is a rapid, for, yeah. This is not rapid-fire. This is look, this is War and Peace version of rapid-fire, <laughs> thanks to Jeff Cole. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. I'll, I'll speed it up. I, 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 I'm I on like vacation. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you are. I, I like snow because uh, as far as my job goes, it, it's a lot. Uh, when, when you – nail a forecast for snow and you get the right number everybody kind of notices when it's rain in the summer and you say 10 millimeters people yeah. are like huh uh, yeah. who cares for but, sure so yeah. if you nail snow you're like i got this i got this you're like mj people are gonna notice totally it's mj game good. seven yeah uh okay jeff cole let's get going so how many times did you sneeze in the last seven days Ooh, anthony not a lot i've been super healthy lately. good knock on wood how yeah. we knock on wood okay very good we knocked on wood jeff cole last halloween costume Oh, it, uh, it's been about two years. I, I was a tornado. I made it myself at home, uh, with hula hoops and uh, all sorts of cotton all around and, yeah. and then got a bunch of kids, cats and dogs and, and all the farm animals and put them around my tornado self. And I remember fun. this. Yeah. I remember this. That was fun. It's great. And then Genius. storm, uh, storm, storm was, was, was um, uh, Dorothy. Absolutely. I do yeah. remember this a couple of years ago. Yeah, really okay, time. we're going to jump to the last question here. So name three people you would want to have dinner with and why. Ooh, other than classic. other than you and Jeff, Thank which you. Uh, would be up nice. there. It would be I up mean, there. but it's also one that I guess we could probably do that. <laughs> we, we could. So anybody else other than Jeff and I? Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Barack Obama. I think he'd be Amazing. a fun guy. Great. Uh, I yeah. would, if you're going to stick with kind of Ooh. the president thing, uh, Obama, he was the president before the guy that's there now. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair yeah, yeah, but I but I throw I throw Trump in there too, and then uh, spice it up. Yeah, just kind of. Wow. And then I, I do you I, like cheeseburgers and lots of them? Yes. Right. Perfect. Yeah. You're then, good. Then your 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 you're guests invited. will be will be happy. You're invited. And then I just watched uh, I was watching the Golden that Globe. Was, that was a great great answer. Great great answer. Great. 
Oh, thank Great. you. Yeah, I have Great. one more guest though, and I, Thanks, I, I throw a little uh, little Joaquin Phoenix oh, in there yeah. just because just what's in his head and it's just insane. you just know that it, it would kind of escalate. He, he's a wild card, right? It'd be fun. Hey, it's a fun w- watch out how you get there. You don't want to be taking no plane to that dinner. Oh no, no, that's true. Private and it better plane. be all plant plant based. Topical. Right? He is an amazing like his what he did in Joker. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Such a good movie. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't? No. Wow. You have to see it. Yeah. Wow. You're like the only person. It's like a billion dollar film. I know. You really got to get out. Um, You're too busy. Too working. Well, no. Traveling. I, I do have to get out. You know what? Okay, guys. So here's where we get into our final section is the dine portion of the Dine and Dash podcast. This is Dine and Dash, the podcast. Rapid fire is over. Rapid fire is over. Rapid Slowest fire is over. rapid fire ever. Jeff, that was literally the war and peace. Now here. If you ask another rapid fire uh, I, question, I, I need to interrupt. I need to interrupt. I no, no, this is not a rapid fire question, but I have a special guest with me at the moment, and I need to get him on for about twenty seconds, just to just in in, in the theme do. of we're about to get dining. Yep. This is something that needs to be talked about, and this is Montezuma's Revenge. <laughs> you with me, guys? We are. Uh, yeah. We're we're listening. We don't know if Ed, we should be. Edge of our seats. Right? I have, Literally. Okay. Seats. So I have, I, have, I have a wonderful cat. He's a, he's a up-and-coming stand-up comic from Vancouver. He just had to deal with Montezuma's Revenge for two days. We had to feed him a bunch of pills. We met him the other day, and we he had the thing, and I want to give him 10 seconds to tell Let's you do it. how it was. Jeff, are you, by the Montezuma way, like hosting a hospital down there? The like, door. If you opened up a bread and breakfast down there for people just to come in, please go on. Obviously. I mean, okay, what else? So I, I need, I need, my, I need my boy Junior is going to tell you in ten seconds about Montezuma's Revenge, and if you don't know what that is, I need y'all to look it up. But here you go, Junior. Ten we'll seconds. Go. Tell them how it was. Hello. Hello. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, Junior. Good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Hey, uh, I just had some of that Montezuma's Revenge. Don't listen uh, to Jeff. Nothing's going to hold me down for two days. It was 36 hours of the worst time of my life. It was oh. it was coming out of uh, you know every every orifice you could possibly imagine. Oh. Whatever you do when you when you go to someplace like Mexico, do not eat the chicken unless uh, it's fried, because otherwise you're going to catch some of the worst stuff you, you could possibly imagine. Really. Have you ever heard of Ducarol? Have you ever heard of Ducarol, Junior? I think Sorry? it's a pill you take. Have you ever heard of Ducarol? I hear. I think it's a liquid you take. Ducarol. 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 You know what? You know what? Any liquid that I put inside of my body was coming out. There was. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what liquid. It could be Ducarol, Schmukarol. You could put anything in me. It's gonna. It's gonna kill you. It was. Let me ask I was, you this. I was dropping water. Uh-huh. Let me ask you this though. You're on vacation down there, and now you have a six pack though because yeah. of all this water weight and all the stuff that's been happening. You look it, good. I saw nobody else would ask would like ask me about that. That's that's exactly what I what I was saying. I'm I'm actually scared yeah. to eat because I don't want to lose my shape. Right? I don't want Dude, to lose my new shape that I've now gained. Yeah. Can you make sure that Jeff takes pictures of you because we want to post those and yeah. just you know we want to show you in all your glory now too. Absolutely. God bless. Okay. I love it. Okay. You know what? There's no well, thank you guys. Junior, Junior, you're a, you're a good man. You're a beauty. Thanks, bud, for tuning in there. Thanks for coming on. And uh, Matt. Uh, Cooked Thanks. chicken. That, that that's something that I think uh, we all should probably cook chicken. Yeah, the, it's better than the raw chicken. The, well, yeah. you know what? I travel to Asia a lot. Yeah, Anthony. even sashimi is not usually recommended. Well, mm, yeah, 
chicken sashimi. Yeah. It's it's the worst. It's the worst. I wouldn't put it on my worst enemies. Well, anyway, thank you guys for having me on so much. If you guys okay, want, you guys you, want, can you uh, can I can I plug my Instagram real quick? Of course you can. Please do. Where can we find you, buddy? <laughs> Just please follow me. Norma Borowski is my full name. Norm. Norbert Borowski. Norbert Borowski. My full name on Instagram. We're gonna add that right. on our stories as well, buddy. You're a beauty. Thanks, man, for thank for, you uh, so much, guys. Yourself. You guys Alrighty. are awesome. Take care. Peace. Adios. There's no better way to walk our last to walk through the last segment really quickly than talk about Montezuma's revenge. Oh yeah, when right? when you're talking about um, all your orifices, yeah. just uh, really, it, I, I want a recipe. I want to make something. You want to make something, right? Yeah. What about a breakfast burrito? Oh, Listen, guys, right? I, I I need I needed to do a like because we have the storm expert and storm and we have food. We needed to talk about the elephant in the room. So thank you for letting me letting me we do that and letting him do that. It was the highlight of his life. We identified the. Uh, I liked him. He was awesome. We should get him to call in again. So we're going to start to wrap this up. But again, every episode of Dine and Dash is brought to you by the Dine component. So let's get through. So today's recipe, we've got Jeff down in Puerto Vallarta, Anthony here and I in studio. We're talking about some Latin foods and some fun stuff. The best breakfast sandwich and sorry, best breakfast burrito you've ever had. So Jeff, let me walk through Anthony with this and we'll go back and forth, everybody. Okay. So starting, this serves a four. So there's no fancy name with it, but sausage, eggs, cheese, avocado, salsa, you know, like little bodega style sort of breakfast burritos that you can wrap up either in the morning or you can roll them and put them in the fridge or the freezer. So serves for 25 minutes of prep time. Cook time's nice and easy, boys. You're at about 15 minutes. So a total time of 40. So you could have your cocktails, your drinks, you know, in a way you sort of go, who do we got in the background there, Jeff? Who's that? Oh, that Is would that be uh, the mighty yeah, Melissa Melody. has entered. Mel- yeah, the mighty Melissa. Melissa, why don't you yell out yell out a word? Cerveza. Beautiful, as it should. So if we're in that would be my lovely wife in the background. Why don't you, Anthony? Why don't you read off our ingredients yes. and go into this for us here? All right, for the avocado tomato salsa. So you need a large avocado. You peel it. You pit it. You dice it. Nice dice. And then a half cup of dry, of diced seeded tomatoes from, yep. that's about one to two tomatoes. That's right. And then uh, one small shallot, minced, about two tablespoons worth. Yep. A clove of garlic, minced that. Jalapeno pepper. Mm, they're so fresh down in Mexico too. Seeded right. and minced. A tablespoon of fresh lime juice from one lime. And then a half oh, teaspoon the lime of salt. Here is delicious. Quarter teaspoon of ground cumin. And then a quarter cup of fresh chopped cilantro and that I is like, so good and i like how you say that cumin so for the burritos we've got four large eggs half a teaspoon of smoked paprika half a teaspoon of salt half a pound of spicy sausage or chorizo italian or anything like that you just want to remove it from the casings so the skin on the actual uh sausage itself you got about a third one and a third cup there so about six ounces of monterey uh, jack cheese and you guys know when listening to our recipes this is to give you guys just inspiration if you don't like monterey jack you put in cheddar you can flip and you know you can surf and ski whatever you want to do 10 large or sorry pardon me four large burrito sized tortillas tortillas that's right i called them that and uh you want to just have them ready to go with a little bit of vegetable oil so Jeff, can you quickly walk through the next step there of the method? And we got to get going because we've got to wrap up this episode shortly. Okay, so to make the avocado tomato salsa, we want to place all the ingredients for that salsa in a medium bowl. 
mix it up, combine it, and then we're going to set it aside because we're going to use that later. In a medium bowl, we're going to whisk the eggs with the smoked paprika and salt, and we're going to set that aside as well. So in yes, a sir. large nonstick pan over medium-high heat, we're going to add the sausage to cook. That's important. Matt, take it from here. Well, you want to eat cooked sausage, everybody. So you want to let that brown for about four to five minutes. Using a slotted spoon, you just want to transfer all the sausage or the chicken or the beef, what you're having, onto a plate. You can put a little uh, lined paper towel there, just leaving the drippings to render off. So you want to reduce that heat to low. You want to add your eggs. And so you're just bringing a little scramble together now. Take your eggs off the pan, clean the pan, and you're ready to go. You want to put that back on the stove. Anthony, step three, buddy, over to All you. All right, the most important part, the That's assembly right. of the burrito. That's right. So you spoon about a quarter cup of the avocado salsa onto each tortilla, 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 whatever. It's just fun to say. Followed by a quarter of the sausage, a quarter of the eggs. So just simple math. If you're putting a quarter on each, you get four, and then a third of a cup of cheese. Also, uh, you fold in the sides of the tortilla yep. over the filling, and you roll it up. Now, if you got a good burrito tuck and roll, you're, you're ahead of me. You tuck in the edges and then uh, you have a little salsa left over. And that, of course, is for the cook to have. And then that's and you're ready to go. So you just can top that up. You put in, you know, you can put your toppings on it. You can put you if you want hot sauce, you want extra cheese, you know, in a way you sort of go. You can make these ahead of times, guys, of course. And again, when you're listening and when you're talking with our recipes, we'll put this recipe online as well. But we just want you guys to sort of follow it. It's just meant to be a gauge. You know, Anthony might do something that I might do. And you know, Jeff is probably going to chug a beer or two and, uh, and away you sort of go, maybe. but guys, maybe guys, let's wrap up this show. It's been an amazing time. We've got Jeff, our correspondent, sous chef, Jeff, down in Puerto Vallarta, Jeff, quick sign off from you, buddy, over to you. Well, I, you know, I'd like to say that although I was not there with you guys, Anthony, it was amazing to meet you, brother. I've always, I've seen you so many times. We're actually global TV, uh, partners. My, one of my shows is prime time on Sundays there. And so I, I, I've watched you a million times and I hope one day you'll watch me, but uh, I, I, I mean, I wish I, I wish I could be there. And, uh, but this was a blast, man. Like I, I love that I'm down here and holding it down and spreading the word, spreading, spreading the, the word, word of, of dine and dash. Anthony, over oh, to you, buddy. Thank you so much to have you on the show. Thank you, Jeff. I wish you were there. I wish you were here, too. There's an empty chair, and we were going to have your phone up next to us right? and everything. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Jeff, for having me on here. This is uh, really fun. We're down at Stack Lab, which is something uh, new and exciting as well. And I actually um, – I'm, I know we're, our time is up, but my time's up also. I got to get up. We got to go. Uh, I got to do a, a broadcast weeknights, 530 and 6 o'clock, giving you the weather around uh, the greater Toronto area, Montreal, Halifax. I do the forecast for about half of Canada. So. And Anthony, where can they find you? What's your social media? Hey, you know what? uh, if you can, give us a shout out down here. Yes, yes. Right? That's right. Coming from here. Good jealous. Plug. I'm jealous. I'm Instagram uh, at uh, Anthony Farnell. Same thing. You can find me on Twitter, on Facebook, all the same. And of course, uh, I think he's asleep now, but uh, Storm yes. the Weather Dog. At Storm the Weather Dog. He uh, would love a, a little like or a follow. Right. Guys, this has been Dinah Dash episode four. Thank you so much, Anthony. Correspondent Jeff, you're amazing, guys. Okay. Tune in to next week. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Be good.